Hi folks, welcome to stage 16 of the Tour de France. Today's stage was a time trial, which is also famously the trial of the patience of the spectators. But we gotta have these, it's okay. The thing is when you're watching it, the guys who are trying all kind of look the same. Half the guys aren't trying because there's no point for them. Their goal is to do the very least and just make the time cut. I'll explain. I watched this time trial in its entirety so you don't have to. You should watch like the last five or 10 guys go off. That's when it gets good. Or watch the whole thing if you really like to see drool dangling from dude's chins. But I'm gonna give today a two and a half out of 10. The last few guys, that was pretty good to watch. All right, today's episode is brought to you by Lactico. This is a, a topical gel. You just kind of stick it all over your legs. It's a painkiller, it's refreshing. Folks will use it after a hard ride. It does make me feel like I can go smash, especially like a short effort. Phil sent me for 10% off there. Okay, some quick notes. Uh, yesterday I did put up uh, a joke video. It was two seconds saying, why did you click on this? You know that today was a rest day. The thumbnail was Pogachar in the yellow jersey. Obviously I did that as a troll. I took that down this morning because there was a chance that it was an accidental spoiler uh, if Pogachar had a different day. Previous episode, I mentioned uh, Curious George. It's the man with the yellow hat. I'm sorry. I gotta do one more lap of the guy in the white hat, the spectator who caused the crash. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be punished. I'm saying that all the focus on one guy, the whole thing of like, boy, is this guy an idiot, isn't gonna solve the problem. That's scapegoating. If you're passing 100,000 people in a day, odds are, they're gonna be at least like three idiots. So I just want a better strategy there, or it's sort of an admission that this is just gonna be an annual uh, spectator caused crash. Okay, and then the last note from a previous one, uh, I mentioned that Sepp, I think, would be a GC leader. I'm not saying he could win the Tour de France against the two guys who are, who are going for it now. What I'm saying is there's a lot of teams who are racing for third, who would be stoked for third. Sepp is in sixth place right now on accident. Think of how bad like EF COVID is, like literally any other team would want a guy like that. It'd be interesting to see if he got that opportunity. Of course, yesterday was a rest day. A lot of folks are asking why riders ride on the rest day. Um, I called my coach Frank Overton to get like the correct answer for that. Um, he explained, it's you're not training, of course. You're you're spinning your legs. What you're looking for is blood flow. That's pulling the lactic acid out of your out of your legs, uh, and you're just going to feel better the next day. Really, it's kind of the same reason they do massage. Of course, Pogacar posted on Instagram yesterday himself doing a backflip uh, into the hotel pool, which I love that. That's fun. But for sure, there's like some old school directors. They hate when you have fun. They want you resting. You're allowed to do your easy ride, and then you're supposed to be sitting with your legs up, stressed out, uh, staring at your phone. But I love that nobody on UAE is telling Pogacar what to do. Okay, today's stage, 22 kilometer time trial. Uh, starts with a climb, some flat rolling, and then ends with a tougher climb. Not a ton of flat terrain for a typical time trial at the Tour. Kind of an interesting pacing strategy. Uh, how much do you save for the last climb? How much do you kind of soft pedal going into it because that's really where the time is gained and lost? How much do you burn on the first climb because can you recover from that in between? And when you're watching the stage, the announcer's like, okay, this guy's in the lead, this guy's in the lead, this guy's in the lead, uh, and it just kind of topples all day, and you've got one dude. So Romy Cavagna set the fastest time. The thing is, he was never in the lead. The other guys just hadn't gone yet. That's like the infuriating part about watching time trials. The last 10 guys are just gonna shatter whatever times were before them. So you had poor Cavagna in the, the hot seat all day with the camera just doing like reaction shots as guys pass by, and then of course, like Wout comes through and takes that seat over. And then when the real GC guys started going, uh, they were all faster than Wout. The course did kind of favor the climbers over the Wout types. So when the GC guys started going, they were all up on him on all the intermediate times. Gaudu looked great, uh, Pogatra looked great, and then Jonas Vingago absolutely torched the entire thing. 
Now, all these guys would have like an earpiece telling them like, okay, the next turn coming up, like they've ridden the course. They probably followed a previous rider on their team in the team car to get a sense of the course. But they would have their earpiece would be saying like, okay, this next turn is fast. This next turn is slow. But it was just really palpable the way Bingigo smashed through the corners. Most of these guys you're looking, they all look fast, but he looked visibly faster than everybody else. And of course he won and he didn't win by a little bit. He won by a minute 40. So I guess we see why he wasn't stressed about the little attacks in the last kilometer a couple days ago. You know, I was yelling at the TV. A lot of comments were saying he was a coward. He should have attacked Pogacar. You're not, it's impossible to call someone a coward when they say all year he looks in the mirror and says, I'm going to win the Tour de France. Hey, Wout Van Aert. Hey, Sepp Kuss. You're going to bring me water bottles because I'm the man. Jonas must have known he had something in the tank for today uh, and he was going to take care of it. He raised his own race. Today's bike racing math, 25%. That's how much time you can lose and still stay within the time cut uh, in the time trial stage. This stage is the biggest time cut you'll get at the tour because they're always worried about the specialists going faster than the sprinters. But a 30 minute TT, that's seven and a half minutes. You can bet a ton of guys are doing this math because most of the guys are just supposed to save energy and today's kind of another rest day. Uh, their team would be pissed at them for wasting energy if you know it's a foregone conclusion to the most part. If you're not in the top 20 GC uh, and you're not in the hunt for the stage win or a stage top 10, depending on the team, uh, they want you saving your legs as much as possible. They don't want you drilling yourself to come 50th. So that's what they're not saying on TV. How many guys aren't trying? They can't admit that. But all day you'll see like one guy is just catching dudes one after another. It's not because he's that much better. It's because the other guys are like, literally soft pedaling. And of course, the commentators did talk about the equipment. Uh, there's a lot of dorkiness going on. I don't think they really gave the extent of how much that matters. The, the 3D printed handlebars, the wax chains, shout out to Silka, the bikes, of course, but the suits, the helmets, the wheels, the tires, the rolling resistance, do, the, do your tires the same width as your rims, the aero socks, the aero gloves, the, the visor, all of this stuff is super marginal, but we're talking, you know, two seconds a kilometer well, there's your win. Honestly, the discrepancy today between Jonas and Pogacar might just be equipment. It might just be the Colnago uh, versus the Cervelo. Bad day for Colnago. They also weren't talking about position much. Uh, for sure, both of those guys had been in the wind tunnels. But it's not just about the lab. It's also about, like, you have to train this. You have to work on this. To do the TT position right, you're squeezing your neck with your shoulders. You're trying to minimize your frontal area. You're filling the gap in your chest. You're filling with your arms. It's tough on the core. It's more muscles. It's something that, like, you've really got to put work into, uh, honestly, a couple times a week. And it was clear that Jonas had done that. He just he just looked perfect. Armchair team director. It's always interesting to see, like, which guys are soft pedaling, which guys are trying. Because uh, the director will tell you like okay today you're riding easy today you go for it uh, and there's definitely some some guys like oh but I want to I want to try today you know I want to see if I can come 25th and the director's like no 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 we need you tomorrow for the lead out there's an element too of like the teams have to invest in the right position for their riders the right gear like which guys did they decide to put that effort into there's other guys who clearly have never touched their time trial bikes I didn't even get my time trial bike one year until August I didn't see it I saw it at a couple races but I never had it at home to like if I wanted to be good at time trials it'd be impossible there's for sure a lot of guys in that same boat here Armchair race organizer, uh, short time trial, still short TT, 30 minutes, it's solid, it was it was enough, I'm gonna say it was enough that the best man clearly won this tour, but I want a longer TT, I want one with a little more flat, I, I, wanna, I want one stage where Filippo Ganna can just smash all the skinny dudes because here's a guy who could just do 450 watts for an hour, and I want an advantage for him. That's why he didn't show up to this tour. There was just nothing for him here. But I think as boring as it is, uh, a long flat TT is kind of important to show like the best all-round rider. Some years they have team time trials, which that's just kind of bullshit. Now that there's some teams that just have so much money and so many better riders, you're really just giving an advantage to the teams who already have an advantage. 
like if they had a team time trial this year, just Jonas gets to pull through with Wout, and then he starts the race with a two and a half minute advantage over everybody else. Nobody really wants to watch that. So that's good. Leave out the team time trials. There was a climb on the course that had KOM points available. That's interesting. I don't feel like they used to do that very often. So there's one segment. So you've got Palace and Giacone like kind of riding easy and then smashing it like the way I would go for a Strava segment. I get it. You're trying to make the race more interesting to watch uh, before the last five guys go, but that's silly. Don't do it. Giacone did win that, by the way. Last armchair race organizer, get rid of the bike changes. No more bike changes in the time trial. All the teams are already showing up with a whole bus full of, you know, extra time trial helmets and bikes, uh, all for one day. And now they've got to do something geeky to the road bike too. But the bike changes also just looked really clunky. And I'm going to sound like a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist here, but there has been talk about motors and bikes. If you're, they're checking bikes for the motors at the finish. Uh, if we're pretending that bike doping exists and now we're doing bike swaps, they could play a real shell game on the roof with, oh, this is the bike he used for that. And this is the bike. They just can't check all the bikes. Take, take some of the workout, ban the bike changes. Also, I think someone will do the math and bike changes were definitely slower today. If I was watching in person, where would I want to be? 100% at the start. They didn't show the start area, but they've got all the team buses are kind of set up. Spectators are normally allowed to walk amongst them. So you've got like a velvet rope and then the guys with their with their trainers set up and they're just sitting there like doing their warm-ups for, you know, an hour. And the spectators can just go and like look at you, take selfies, like an animal in a zoo. I used to throw feces if they got too close. But it's so awkward as a rider. You've got your, your sunglasses on, your noise-canceling earphones. People are just kind of like walking and staring at you and pointing. And uh, you can't avoid eye contact, but you got to focus. You can't make eye contact. It's super weird. The start venue is definitely where you want to be. Of course, I'll point out, everyone's wearing an ice vest. Everyone worried about cooling. Uh, Icelegs.com, I sell those. Unanswerable hypotheticals. How much time did it cost Pogacar to do that backflip into the pool the day before? It wasn't nothing. Also wonder, in the race radio, for sure they're giving time splits. Are they telling Pogacar how far he's down? Is that getting in his head? Like, yo, yo, it's 3K to go. You're losing the tour. Other notes, it's funny how much the TT position has evolved. You can still see, like, the older guys are trying to be super low. That was my generation, trying to be low in the front, and then a, a flat back was the goal. Now a lot of guys have these super high armrests. they got, like, a mile of armrests underneath. Like, there's a worldwide armrest shortage now. I'm lucky to have these here. Also, the hot seat is now like a big race car seat. It's got logos all over it. I'm not sure when they, it used to just be like a plastic folding chair. They made it really high tech and put a bunch of logos on it, of course, but I like that. So like I said, if you like seeing the chin drool, watch the whole thing. If you like Remy Cavagna making faces, otherwise last five guys, last 45 minutes of the stage, uh, that's the good part. Tomorrow, big climbing stage. Like, I'm not saying it's over. It's a two-minute lead now for Jonas. It's going to be really hard, but you know that Pogacar is going to try. He's going to put a show on. He's going to make it fun. I think tomorrow will be a good one. All right, thanks for watching and listening. Phil sent me on Lactigo. We'll see you then.